The following recording is from the previous cycle. Today's daf is Bavakama daf Samach Gimel. We are at the beginning of the seventh parak in Masechtis Bavakama, a classic parak Meruba in the middle of daf Samach Beis Amid Beis. So parak Meruba really is the second part of Masechtis Bavakama, and whereas the first part of Masechtis Bavakama deals with the Arba Oves Nizikin, it begins with the first mission, Daf Beis Aleph, and it literally goes through Daf Samach Beis Amid Beis, discussing Shor, Bar, Mava, and Hever. The second part of the Masechta, which begins with the Mishnah Perak Merubah, goes from dealing with the Arba of Yisnazikin, more to the halachas of Adam Amazik, specifically the halachas of Geneva, Gezela, Tashlume Kefal, Tashlume Arba V'chamisha, the Sugis of Knas, Moide B'Knas, Yiyosh, Shine Rishos, a lot of the festive Sugis in Shaz, Perak Merubah, is from the Molomdash Prokim, in Shas, let alone say the Nazikin, let alone Masachtas Balakama. Either way, we begin the new parak right here in the middle of Daf Samach Beis Amid Beis. Just by way of background, and as you can imagine, Parak Meruba really deserves its own intro, but just a, a brief Hakdama to the parak. The Torah says Loisignoiv. The Torah also says Loisigzoil. So there's a concept of Gineva, there's a concept of Gzeil. Yesterday we spoke about. A chamsin. A chamsin is a ganev who pays for it. But a ganev and a gazlan, those are synonyms of each other, usually interchangeable. But if the Torah uses the Lashen Gneva and the Torah uses the Lashen Gizela, there must be some subtlety, some nuance. What's the difference between a ganev and a gazlan? The difference is very simple. A ganev is somebody that steals, but he does it in some sort of conniving way. So he'll break into somebody's house in the middle of the night. When nobody's looking, it's Dafke then that he tries to steal. So he steals, but in less of a grub way. He does it with some sort of chachma, some sort of cleverness. That's the way he goes about stealing. A gazlin is, as the Pasuk says, by Yigzal Hachonis Meyada Mitzri. You go over to somebody, somebody's holding something, you rip it out of his hand, come and get me. That's a gazan. So a ganev is somebody that steals, but he does it with some sort of chachma. A gazan is somebody that goes over to somebody else and he just takes the something away from him. Ironically, the Torah treats the ganev more chomer than it does the gazlan. Why? It's a gemara later in the parak. But as it relates to the halacha, if somebody is a ganev, not only does he have to pay back to the person he stole from what he stole, or if that thing is no longer ban, it's no longer in the world, he would have to give him something that's of equal value to the thing that he stole, but in addition to that, he also has to pay kefal. A goslin does not have to pay kefal. A goslin only pays karen. A goslin does not pay kefal. So there's a very important chiluk in halacha between the ganav and the goslin. The ganav has to pay kefal, shnayim yeshalim. The goslin does not pay kefal. The goslin just has to give the person back the thing that he stole. There's an important parish in the Torah. The Torah says, If somebody's a ganev, again, kiyignev, not kiyigzor, kiyignev, but he sold something very specific. What he stole was either a shor or a se. And then afterwards, he either shechted the shor and the se. Or he sold the shor of the se, says the Torah, not only do you have to give back what you stole, not only do you have to pay kefal, but your chiv tashlumen gets upgraded. In exchange for stealing the shor, you would have to pay five shvarim, in exchange for selling the se, you would have to pay four se. It's what we know is tashlume arba v'chamisha. Tashlume arba v'chamisha, 
Just like Tashlume Kefal are treated as Knas, what's the different definition of Knas? It was the Gemara at the end of the first parak of the Masechda. Anytime you pay Yoiser, Mimasha Hizik, it's always Knas. So Kefal, it's a Knas. Tashlume Abba Chamisha is a Knas because it's a Knas. You have the Allah of Moedu Knas. Potter, the Machlik is Rav and Shmuel. Moedu Knas, Vachkach Boedim, Potter, Achayev. So naturally, the Kefal and the Dal Behe is going to be treated differently than the Karen itself because the Karen is a regular Chi of Mom and it's treated like Karen, as you would expect. Whereas the kefal and the dal behei is treated as knas. One other important definition that we need before we start the parak, and that is there's a halacha of a toyentainas ganav. Not to be confused with the ganav himself. Ganav, that's straightforward, we just explained that. Then there's the toyentainas ganav. Somebody claims that somebody stole something. What's the context of the toyentainas ganav? It's talking specifically about a shoymerchinam. A shoymerchinam is one of the dalit shoymen. He's the one that has the least responsibilities as it relates to his chiyuve shmira. Why does he have the least responsibilities? Because he's not getting paid. So being that he's not getting paid, the expectation level from him is the least. If somebody's a shaymechinam, he's watching an animal, and then the animal was either stolen or the animal was lost, the halacha is that the shaymechinam is pot. A shaymechinam according to some Tanam, and certainly a Shoyal, are chayef for Gnev Aveda. A Shoyal is potter for Gnev Aveda. So if the item was either stolen or the item was lost, the Shoyal is not responsible. The only time the Shoyal is responsible if he was Peshaya, if he was Shalachiyad. But to the extent that he himself wasn't, he wasn't negligent, it was stolen or it was lost, not because of negligence on his behalf. The Allah is, the Shoyal is going to be potter, but not so Pashat. He's only potter if he swears in Bezdin that it was in fact stolen or lost. Let's say he's not willing to swear, so then the Allah is, we don't believe him necessarily when he says Gnevi Vaveda, and the Allah is that he's in fact going to be Chaim. So Shemechinim has an out. He can claim Gnevi Vaveda if he's willing to swear Gnevi Vaveda. It's one of the three Shvois de Ereisos. The Allah is that he's going to be believed. He is now going to be potter. What happens if a uh, Shaymechinam swears Gneva Vaveda. He swears in Bezdin that it was stolen. He swears in Bezdin that it was lost. Well, we'll see. Let's talk now about Toyantinus Khan. He swears in Bezdin that it was stolen. And then afterwards, Adam come and Adam say, by the way, that Shaymechinam, who was willing to swear Shvur de Raisa, Shvur de Raisa involved a lot of spooky things. They used to shut the lights, nearest Tolkos, they took out a Sefer Torah, and the Kitas Chefetz, wasn't so Pashat. But he was willing to swear falsely Shvur de Raisa, even one of the Ten Commandments. Now Adam walked into Bezdin, and Adam say, oh, by the way, he swore falsely. We know for a fact that he's the one that stole it. So now the is that he too is going to have to pay kefal, a special chiddush that if he tainted that it was stolen, he was a shaymer chinam, he swore that it was stolen. Now Adam came and Adam said that he himself was the ganav. The Allah is that he has to pay kefal. He's not a ganav that pays kefal. He's a Toyentainus Ganev that pays Kefal. A lot about Toyentainus Ganev here in the early part of Perik Merubah. But either way, again, just a few important definitions. Ganev, Gazlin, Tashlume Kefal, Tashlume Arbav Chamisha, and the Halach of Toyentainus Ganev. On that note, we begin the Perik. Merubah Midas Tashlume Kefal, Mimidas Tashlume Arbav Chamisha. There are more times that a person can pay Kefal for being a regular Ganev than paying for being a Ganav. How so? A Ganav is Chayv Kefal 
regardless of what he stole. Whether he stole the Dover Sheesh by Ruachayim, or if he stole the Dover Sheem by Ruachayim, it doesn't matter. He's always going to be Chayef Kefal for being a Ganim. However, the Tashlumen of Dalad Vehe, Enon Ayagas, El Bashar Vesebovad, is only in a gift. He stole either a Shar or a Zet. Shenamar, it's a Mephurisha Pasik, the Pasik we just read. Ki Yignaif Shar Oise. So the pasuk clearly says, Thus, careful, you always pay. You only pay if it's a shor That's the definition of the word meruba of perek meruba fame. Meruba midas tashlume kefil, midas tashlume arba Extremely straightforward. You always pay kefil of your ganav. It doesn't matter what you stole. Hey, that's limited to two specific items, either a shud or a set. What about other animals? That's already discussed in the Rishayim. Another halacha. If somebody steals from a ganav, so Reuven stole from Shimon, and then Levi went and Levi stole from Reuven. So Levi's a ganav, but he didn't steal it. From the original owner, he stole from the Ganev. Says the Mishnah, Eina going of Achra Ganev, Mishalim Tashlume Kefal, Veloya Teveach, Veloya Moicher, Achra Ganev, Mishalim Tashlume Abavachamisha. Additionally, if somebody would be Goinev Achra Ganev, and then he would do either Tvich or Mechira, he would either Shechter or he would sell it, just like the Goinev Achra Ganev doesn't pay Kefal, the Teveach or the Moicher. Acher Aganev doesn't pay Dal. Hey, the reason the mission brought this in is to show that this is an example where there is no chilik between Kefal and Dal Vehe. Meaning, there's no Kefal when you're going to Acher Aganev. There's no Dal Vehe when you're Teveach Umoicher Acher Aganev either. As it relates to a going of Acher Aganev, so there's a lot of Yeshiva Shere. The Mishnah sounds like it's just a Hafka in the laws of Kefal and in the laws of Dalvet. But what about a Goynev Achraganev? Is he a Ganev? Does he have to be Karen? Is he Possele Edus? Is he treated like a Ganev or is he not treated like a Ganev? The Mishnah sounds like there's no Kefal, there's no Dalvet. But really, as far as being a Ganev, he is a Ganev. So the truth is that the Gemara is going to get into the Sugyas Goynev Achraganev later in the parak when it discusses this, this last line of the Mishnah. But sneak preview, it's Machloikis Ktsois in Asivas. Simen Lamed Dalet Gimel. We've spoken out many times the Ktsois Simen Lamed Dalet Dalet. That's the famous Ktsois with the Maria of Emre. We spoke about it in Exubus Daftetz, other places as well, where the Ktsois gets into the Lumbus of Eidos, Baldin Kimei Eidim Nami, Shavi Anafshi Chadichad Yisura. That's Lamed Dalet Dalet. This is Lamed Dalet Gimel, where the Ktsois there discusses the idea of a Gernavach Aganav. It's a Machlekis Ktsois and Asivas. Whether a Gernavach Aganav is treated like a Ganav, does he become Pasolatus? Does he not become Pasolatus? At first glance, the Dik in the Mishnah would seem to suggest that it's just a hafka in kefal, it's hafka in the knas. But as it relates to being a ganav, maybe posleidus, it would be. So we'll see more about that later in the parak. Zok to Gemara. So the Mishnah began that meruba midas tashlume kefal, midas tashlume arba v'chamisha, shemidas tashlume kefal nayhegas bein bedavish eish beruachaim bein bedavish im beruachaim. Very straightforward. Dal vehei is only nayhegas b'sharvus avavat, as the pasuk says. Ki ignayf ish shor ois. Zok to Gemara. Vilu midas tashlume kefal nayhegas bein b'ganav. The Mishnah did not say that a nafkemina between kefil and al vehei that meruba midas tashlum kefil midas tashlum above chamisha that 
Kefel is noheges ben beganev ben betoyen tainas ganev, whereas dalad vehay is noheges beganev, but is not noheges betoyen tainas ganev. Says the Gemara from the fact that the Mishnah did not say that that there's another chiluk between kefel and dalad vehay. With regards to the halachas of Toyin Tainagayev, it's a riot, Rabbi Barab. Don't Rabbi Barab. I'm Rabbi Yechanan. Toyin Tainas kind of a pekodin. If someone's a shemichinom and he's Toyin Tainas Ganev, and then he swears that it was stolen, and Adam come afterwards and Adam say that you yourself are the Ganev, so Meshalim Tashlumi Kevel, you have to be Kevel. If Tovachum Achar, if Adam come and say, then not only did he steal, but he was Tovachum Moicher. Halachas Meshalim Tashlumi Arbavachamish even has to pay Dal Vehe, and it's for that reason that the Mishnah didn't say that. That's a chilek between kefil and dalad vehe because in fact it's not a chilek because you see <coughs> that just like the halachas of kefil apply to a tayin tanis ganav the halachas of dalad vehe apply to a tayin tanis ganav as well. You can tell me some say they had this exchange a little different. The Gemara initially thought to bring a raya from the Mishnah to Rabbi Barab again from the fact that the Mishnah did not say that a chilek between kefil and dalad vehe is. With regards to the halachas of Toyin Tainas Ganev, is that not a right? Reb Chiba Rabba, Dom Reb Chiba Rabba, Reb Yechonon, not Toyin Tainas Ganev, but because Meshalam Tashumi Kefil, Tavachum Malchah, Meshalam Tashumi Bava Chamish. It's a right, Reb Yechonon, because otherwise the Mishnah should have said that the chiluk between Kefil and Dal Behei is with regards to the halachas of Toyin Tainas Ganev. But the Gemara was Doichet. The Gemara said Mik Tani Ein Bein. The Mishnah didn't say Ein Bein. If the Mishnah would say Ein Bein, like it says throughout the first parak of Mesechtes Megillah, so then it would imply Ein Bein. The only difference between Kefil and Dal Behei is what the Mishnah said. Kefil's Noheges, Afilu B'davash Ein Beruachayim, whereas Dal Behei is only Noheg B'shar V'seh B'lvat. But the Mishnah didn't say Ein Bein. Mean that it didn't say Ein You can't make any diyukin from the Mishnah. Merubah Ketani. The Mishnah just said Merubah. It's an example of something that Kefal has over Dal Vehe, but Tani Vashayr could be there are other examples as well. So the word Ein Bein is... Uh, it is a more of an exclusive type lush. This is the only chiluk. There are no other chiluk. Okay, then it's a very good diyuk. Dafka this, not what's not mentioned in the Mishnah. But for the fact that the Mishnah didn't use that lush in Bain, it sounds like the Mishnah is just giving an example, but it could be there are other examples. Thus, regardless of what he steals. doesn't matter. He could steal an animal, he can steal a suit, he can steal money. It doesn't matter what he took. If you're a Ganev, Aiden find you, you have to pay Kefal. Dal Vehei is Dafka Shor Veser Bovat. Says the Gemara Minohani Mili. And really, from here until the end of the Daf is going to be rather technical. It's going to be droshes, klal pratu klaus, etc., etc. And this is actually a very common thing that you find. A lot of the more festa, <laughs> prokim and shas, sometimes even the beginning of Masechtis, Masechtis Kedushin. And there are many Masechtas that begin on a rather technical note. It's sort of the calm before the storm. So Perak Meruba is going to begin, not just today's daf, tomorrow's daf as well. It begins on a, on a technical note. We get into some nitty-gritty drushes, very much the calm before the storm. By the time we're up to daf Samachay, which is towards the end of the week, we're going to be learning some of the most festive suyas and shas. Either way, how do you know that somebody that steals, regardless of what he steals, if he's a Ganif, he always has to be careful, the Tonu Rabbonu. Al Koldvar Pesha, Al Shor, Al Chamor, I'm reading the passage from the side. Al Salmo, Al Kola Vedashi Yemerkiuze, Adwe Lukim Yobit Varshneim, Ashiashina Lukim Yashim Shem Lureo. Now, this passage is in Parshas Mishpat, in Perichav Bey's Pasik Kres. It's in the context of the four Shemrim, and the Gemara on the Afsamach Gimelam Bey's will wait till Vir to really get into the passage. The Gemara is discussing 
the halacha of the Toyin Tainas Ganev. Again, the Toyin Tainas Ganev is simply a Shemechina, who Tainas that it was stolen, because he, sw- he swore that it was stolen, as a result, he left Bezdin, he was off the hook. Two Adam came afterwards, and Adam said that he lied, he swore falsely, he himself is the Ganev, the halacha is, that he has to pay Kefal. So when the Torah describes this Shemechinam, who's going to have to pay Kefal now, because he was a Toyin Tainas Ganev, so the Pesach says as follows, it doesn't matter what exactly he was watching, what he was swearing about. Al Shor, Al Chamor, Al Seh, all straightforward. Al Salma, whether it was a beget, Al Kol Aveda, on anything. That's the end of the Pasik. And the Yishalim Shnaim over there is for being Toyin Tainas Gan. That's how the Gemara is going to darshan it on the Avsamach Kimelam and Base. Again, let's see the Pasik inside. Al Kol Aveda, If you look at the Pasik, you have a classic Kla Prat to Kla. Al Kol Pesha is everything. And then the Torah singles out a few specific items. Shor, Chamor, Seh, Salmo. And then the Torah says again, Al Kol Aveda. That's a Kla Lagan. What's the rule? Klal prat to klal. You have to don elokein a prat. Whenever you have a klal prat to klal, we're marbin not only the prat, but everything that's similar to the prat. My prat mufurish dover ametal to begufei mamoin. Just like these four things, what do they have in common? They're all metaltolin. Shor chamor se salmo. They're all metaltolin. There's no karka in that prat. Begufei mamoin. Not just that. They are intrinsically valuable as opposed to a star, for example, a document that is an IOU that says somebody owes you a million dollars, so it could have a lot of value, but it's not goofy moment, it's not intrinsically, the paper itself is worth five cents, it's what's written in the paper that has value. Anything that's similar to these pratim, which is a dover hametaltel, the goofy moment, yatsu karkois, it's coming to exclude karka, which is not metaltelin, yatsu avodim, as opposed to avodim, which are hukshalukarkois, specifically in Evet Kanani, that's always treated like karka. Is that true, by the way? Is an Evet Kanani always treated like karka? So we spoke about this shvuas by night. Where the Gemara over there seems to have a whole Shiloh, whether Evakani is Hokushal Karka, it's not Hokushal Karka, and Tois over there asks Akasha, I don't understand. Throughout Shas, I thought an Evakani is always treated like Karka. So, how over here could the Gemara have a suffix, where, whether it is treated or it's not treated? And Tois over there says, You saw it, that it's only by Dine de Raisa that Evakani is. Hukish Lekarka. But as it relates to Dina de Rabbanon, that was the Sugi over there in Arba Oves Nazikans. Either way, just an important Toysfis, that you'd base on it all. I forgot to become a Duchte Ashkechon, the Mekankarki Domi, the Inshvua, the Oina. That's all Dina de Raisa. Abhochalayari Elbe Mide de Rabbanon. That's the famous Toys where Toysfis says the king in Agav is only a king in the Rabbanon. That's why the Gemara wasn't sure whether you could be kind of an Ebed with Agav or not, because Although Evid is Hukash Lakarka, it's only for Dine de Raisa. Kenyan Agav is only a Kenyan de Rabbana. Rashi in the beginning of Parakazarik. But as it relates to Dine de Raisa, like we're discussing over here, Toyin Tainas Ganav is a parsha in the Torah. It's a Dine de Raisa. So over here, Evid is Hukash Lakarka. So just like Karka, which is a Dovra Metaltal, is excluded from the parsha of Toyin Tainas Ganav. So to an Evid is going to be excluded from the parsha of Toyin Tainas Ganav. Yotsu Shtaris. Shtaris are excluded from the parsha of Toyin Tainas Ganav as well. Shafalisha Metaltalin, because even though the Metaltalin ain't goofing moment. But they're not goofy moment. Additionally, says the Bryce, Yotz Hektish. Hektish is also included because Re'eyuk said in the context of that parsha, it's not in that Pasuk Ches, I believe it's in Pasuk Zion. It says over there Re'eyuk, and Re'eyuk is always Memayit 
hektish. Either way, ki'iten ishal re'eyu kesef ha'kelom lishmar, re'eyu is always m'mayit hektish. Says the Gemara, imah ha'prat mefurish dovash and if it lost him a tab of maga v'masa. Af kol dovash and if it lost him a tab of maga v'masa. If you're telling me that the makar to the halacha of kefal applying to all things is from this cloud prat to cloud that's in the parsha of Toyentinus Ganev, and it's based on the cloud prat to cloud that you have to be dumya to the shore, the chamor, the sel, the salmo. And we're married to anything that's in a prat. Why don't we say, Imaha prat, mafurish dovish, and if you lost him, a tab of a magomasa, a shur, a chamar, and a seh, if they become tommy, tumas, nevelo, and then somebody touches or carries it, dalakos, they become tommy. I've called dovish, and if you lost him, a tab of a magomasa, aval oifus, which is not a tab of a magomasa, to the extent that the Makar is the Ke'ena Prat, maybe we should exclude those things. But the Gemara says, what do you mean? How could you say that? If all it would say is Shar Chamar and Seh, then you'd be right, perhaps. You'd say that Ke'en Haprat, the common denominator are animals, but not just any animals. Animals that are Metama B'maga Masa. As opposed to Oifis, for example, which is not Metama Tumas Nevelo B'maga B'masa, they would be excluded. But the problem is it says Salma. A Salma is not an animal at all. It doesn't have Tumas Nevelo. So why should an Oif be any worse than a I'll tell you why. And I'm the Balichayim Komrinon. We're talking about the Balichayim. The Balichayim all have that in common. So do you say, Eimah the Balichayim, if it's going to be a Balichayim, then it has to be Dumyo to the Balichayim that I mentioned over here in the Torah. Dovashen Vilosim Etam Vimagamasa in Dovashen Vilosim Etam Vimagamasa Loi. And the Gemara adds a beer to that. Doha kol chad vachad klalu prat ba'ape nafsheh doshino loi. Avol oifo isloi. And the Gemara says that the kasha that it's asking is really based on an interesting Shiloh, Akira, of how you understand a cloud prat to cloud when you have more than one prat. If you have a cloud prat to cloud, and let's say there are several prat, like take this example, there's four prat. You have Shor, Chamor, Seh, and Salma. So what's the halacha? We're anything that's Ke'ina Prat. Is the definition of Ke'ina Prat, take the four things, find a common denominator that all four have, and you'll now be marba anything that's Ke'in, the common denominator of the four. Or maybe the way you look at it is, is you look at them as if they'd be four independent cloud practical clouds. So you have a cloud practical cloud for sure, you have a cloud practical cloud for chamar, you have a cloud practical cloud for set, and you have a cloud practical cloud for sal. If you look at the common denominator of the four, then the Gemara has no basis to ask Akasha that maybe the only time of Achai is Nisraba is if it's metamatumas available, Magabamasa. Because the common denominator clearly excludes that. Salma is not a Balchai at all. Naturally, there's no Tumas Maga Umasa, and still you see you have the parasha of Kefal. You have the halacha of Tayin Ganev. So you would have no right to ask such a kasha, because you'll easily say, why shouldn't it be worse than a Salma? But if the way you look at it is this four independent cloud practical clouds, so you can't be Marba Oif from Salma, because Salma is not a Balchai. Oif is a Balchai. So it's not Ke'en Aprat. If you're being Marba Oif, you're being Marba from either Ke'en Shor, or Ke'en Chamar, or Ke'en Seh. Being that all three of them are metama tumas nevela b'maga u'b'masa, so you have no way of being marboif. That's the Gemara's Yisafa. The kol chad v'chad klalu prat ba'apin afshit The way you look at a klal prat to klal when you have multiple proton 
is as several independent Klaprat Klaus. So it's for that reason, Faith the Gemara Oifis Loi. The Gemara says, You know why we're Marba Oifis? Because we came with the Rachmana Chad Prata. Because if we didn't want to be Marba Oif, then we wouldn't need so many Prata. Why do we have over here Shor Chamor Sets? The Gemara says, One second. Heinrich the Rachmana. Which one should it have said it? Which one should it have not have said it? Because Rachmana Shor had it just said Shor Hav Amina would have thought Karv the Gabin's Bech and Chain Karv the Gabin's Bech Loi. There's no way you could have just said shar, because shar is very unique. Shar is a kosher animal. Not only is it kosher, you could eat it, it's even kar v'gavimizbech. So if the Torah would have just said shar, you would have thought somehow that the parsha of tiny tiny kind of only applies to an animal that's kar v'gavimizbech. So it couldn't have just said shar. Because Rechamar Chamar had it just said chamar, I mean, I would have thought kodesh b'bchayret. So chamar doesn't go on the mizbech, but chamar is unique. You have the halacha peta chamar, it's kodesh b'kdushas b'chayra. But I would have thought she in kodesh b'chayra loy. So there's no question, shor and chamar both had to be said. And you can't tell me that there's an extra prat over here that's coming to be marbe, even something that's not ke'ina prat, it's coming to be marbe oifes. But the Gemara says, you're right. Amri, yim ke'in, nichta v'rachmana, shor v'chamar. Shor v'chamar are both needed, but se, normally, why did it have to say se? It's the third prat that's extra. Didn't have to say se. So even though really the way to look at this cloud prat the cloud is as four independent cloud prat the clouds, and based on that, Ke'ina prat has no basis to be marba oifes because the prat and have in common that they're balichai that a metamet tumas nevelo bemaga ube. Masa, how do you know to be marba oifis? Because there's an extra klal prata klal over here. Se, I don't need se. Shar v'chamar, yeah, that I need. But se, I don't need. Shema mino lasuya oifis. But the Gemara is still bothered. Veimel lasuya oifis tahir. Maybe only a kosher bird. Dumya de se, de metama begadim abeisablia. Similar to a se, which although oifis is not mamish like se, because says metama tumas nevela b'magu b'masa, oifis not metama tumas nevela b'magu b'masa, but it's at the very least metama tumas nevela and not only is it depending on if you have the word begodim here in the girsa, it's also the begodim, the clothing of the person that ate the oif. The clothing themselves become tummy to the extent the person that's wearing those clothing put this oif that doesn't have this it's not so to the extent that how do I know oif from the riboy of seh so maybe it's only oif that's somewhat and just like says at the very least mitama tumas so only an oif that's also mitama tumas how do you know to be marba and oif tummy again the Mishnah said that everything with the exception of karka, shtoris, and avodim and hekesh. But anything else with marba. Even a noif tommy with marba. How do you know to be marba if tommy? So the Gemara says, call, riboyu. It said, a cold varpesha. It's the word call. That's the riboyu. Enachanami. From the klal prat to klal itself, even with the extra klal prat to klal of seh, I would have no way of being marba if tommy. Oif tome, I only know because the Torah uses the word kol, and kol is a very inclusive lashon. Freit the Gemara is that true? V'chol hecha the kasaf kol ribuyu. Anytime you have a klal prat to klal, and the Torah uses the word kol, is the word kol marba more than the klal prat to klal? V'gabi meiser by meiser sheli dixiv kol v'kodarshina leba klal prat to klal. Time we learn to the brayis of the sata kasef b'chol The context over there is meiser sheni, where the halacha is, you have to bring it up. Yerushalayim and eat it there. If you are not going to bring the Maeser Sheni, if you want to opt not to do that, there's an a, there is a plan B. What's the other alternative? You could 
be poida the Maisa Sheni, take the money, and bring the money up to Yerushalayim. What do you do with the money when you bring it up to Yerushalayim? So the Apostolic says, You can buy whatever you want with the money. But then the terrorist singles out specific items. So first the terrorist says, Whatever you want. But then the terrorist starts getting specific. It gives you a menu. What you could buy. So is it everything, or is it only some things? Says the Gemara, it's a klal prat, a klal. But nasata, kaseh b'chalash et havin avshech a klal. B'bakru, b'tzayim b'yayin v'sheich ha'a prat. U'v'chalash et t'sholchan avshech ha'a chazav v'kala, klal prat, a klal yat adon alakein a prat. Ma'a prat m'furish pre-mit pre-vigadoli karka. What do these four things have in common? They're all peiros that come from peiros. So yayin and sheich for example, different types of wine. Wine comes from fruit, that come from the ground. So it's a primi pri, vigadule karka, and they all come from the ground. Apko primi pri, vigadule karka. So that we darshan, that anything that's dumya to this prat, ke'ena prat, based on the cloud prat to cloud, you're allowed to buy with the money that you used to redeem the Maisa Sheni. What's the Gemara's Kasha? It says in that Pasik, Venasato Akesef, It says the word Bakal. Why don't we say that the word Kal, or in this case, Bechal, is Marba more than just Ke'ina Prat, just like in the parasha of Tain Tainas Ganev, where there's a Klal Prat to Klal that's Marba Ke'ina Prat. But really, it should exclude Oiftame. We say we're marba oiftame because it says out cold varpesha. The word kol is marba. It includes more than just keina prat. So why don't we say the same exact thing with regards to the halachas of ma'isesheni? So the Gemara says two suggestions. Amri bichol klolo kol ribohu. Could be there's a difference between the word kol and the word bichol. Tanyan kind of it says out cold varpesha. Kol is marba even more than the. That word bichoil is not the same word. Bichoil is treated like an ordinary klal. Iba is who really the word klal is also a klal. How do you know to be marba everything? It's only keena prat. And at the very least, we don't have a makar to be marba, an oif. Being that it's not dumya teshar or chamar or set, which at the very least have tumas nevela bebeis ablia. And if Tommy doesn't even have tumas nevela bebeis ablia, so Mar says, "I'll tell you how I'm marbit." Because the truth is, mechtsiv may ikara klal pratu klal. If you look in this parish of Tainas Ganav, there isn't just one klal pratu klal. There's actually two klal pratu klals. The pasuk that we've been darshaning till now is Perichov based pasuk Ches. If you look to pasuk earlier, pasuk Vav, Kiite Nishal Reyeu Kesef Aikelam Lishmar, Veguna Mi Beiso Ish Em Yimotze Aganev Yeshalim Shleim. Says the Gemara. If you darshan that pasuk, Kiite Nishal Reyeu Kla. Anything that you give your friend to watch, that's a klal. Kesef Aikelim. That's being specific. Prat Lishmar Hadavikolal Veisolke Dait Chaya Kol Dvar Peshen Nami Lechal Pratu Dasan. If you're going to tell me that pasuk Ches, the pasuk we've been is an ordinary klal prat to klal, and you can't be marba more than you could ever be marba with the klal prat to klal, which is keina prat. Nichte rechman lahani prati gabi heich klalu prat to klal al kol dvar peshalomali. So why the Torah need two klal prat to klals? Why couldn't we just lump them all together? Kite nishrayeh or kesef oikelim or shor chamor says salmo al kol avedashi emekiuzeh. Why do we need two klal prat to klals in the same parsha? 
Klal prat to klal is marbekein prat. So I need a klal prat to plow. Klal prat to klal to be marbekein prat. Twice? Shema minozok to gemari boyo. Oh, you see from here that the Torah wants us to be marba in this parasha of Tain Tain is kind of more than just kein prat. Because if all we're being marba is kein prat, one cloud of cloud would suffice. From the fact that we have two Zaysemeris, we're trying to be Marba more, and it's for that reason that we're Marba even Oif Tome. So initially, the Gemara thought that how you Marba everything, because within the cloud Prat cloud itself, there are several cloud Prat clouds. Shor is one, Chamor is two, says three, Salm is four. But the Gemara says that would encompass everything with the exception of an Oif Tami. That doesn't help. Then the Gemara thought maybe it's Al-Kol Dvar Pesha, the word Kol. Maybe that's a Reboi to be Marbo even more than just Ke'ina Prat. The Gemara said that that's not great because if you say that, you're going to have to be Madchik why we don't say the same thing by the cloud prat to cloud regarding mice sheni? So the Gemara says it's not an extra word, it's not an extra prat, it's an extra posik. They're two totally different psukim, both cloud prat to clouds, both are marbek and a prat. You don't need two things to tell me the same thing. Must be we're coming to be marbek. Says the Gemara hashad amr kol ribuy kol hani prati lomli. Why did the Torah need all the pratims? Let's just put it all together. I mean, at the end of the day, you have a whole bunch of different pratim that are going to be Mamayit something, because if you're not being Mamayit anything, they're just being Marba everything. So what are these Pratim coming to be Mamayit? Chadlam Ute Karka, Chadlam Ute Avodim, Chadlam Ute Shtaris, Salmo, why the Torah write Salmo? Lamute Dovish Enim Esuyim. What's a Dovish Enim Esuyim? Rashi says, She'in Lebailam Simen Boy, Shepatim Ikevo. There's no Allah of Tain Tain Esgan if somebody steals something that doesn't have a Simen. Interesting Allah. It has to be a Dover HaMesuyim, Lamute Dover She'enoi and then finally, I'll call Aveda. When it says a call Aveda in this pasuk of Tain Tain Ganav, what's that coming to you? That's referring to a Shoimer Aveda of Perik Hakoynes fame, where the Gemara discuss somebody finds an Aveda, he now has Chiyuve Shmir. Is he a Shoimer or is he a Shoimer Sacha? So just like a regular Shoimer Chinam has the Allah of a Tain Tain Ganav, a Shoimer Aveda also has the Allah of Tain Tain Esganim. This Pasuk is talking about a Tain Tain Esganim. It says the words, I'll call Aveda to be Marba, that someone who's a Shomer Aveda, not his Tain Tain Aveda, he's a Shomer Aveda, who's Tain Tain Esganim, he has the Halacha of Kefal. What about, according to Rav Yosef, who holds that every Shomer Aveda is a Shomer Sachar, where is it ever negay a Tain Tain Esganim? So the Gemara asked the Kashim Perak Akainis, and the Gemara said, if he says, not just was it stolen, but it was Lister Mezuyan. Lister Mezuyan is a Geneva that happened by Oynes, even a Shemesachas part of Oynes. If he swore, then afterwards, Adam came and Adam said that he really stole it. It'd be Negei, the parasha of Toyin Tainas Ganev, even for Shemesachar, who ordinarily is Chayev for Geneva Vaved. Either way, we had a whole Omer and a half Gemara, where the Gemara discussed what's the Makar, to the first line of the Mishnah, that Merubah midas tashlume keifo, midas tashlume arba v'chamisha. Tashlume arba v'chamisha, that's a pasig in the Torah. Ki ignaif ish shoyr oiseh. It's very clear. When do you pay dal v'hei? Only if you sold a shoyr oiseh. Keifo's not that way. Keifo, regardless of what you stole, you're always going to be chayif keifo. How do you know that? It's learned out from a klal prat to klal, either an extra prat, an extra word, an extra klal prat to klal. That's the Amit Gemara that we just learned. But either way, it's learned out from a klal prat to klal. But just one thing to be very aware of. This parish of klal prat 
Pshat the Klal that the Gemara brought is talking not about a regular Ganav. It's talking about a Toyin Tainas Ganav. A Toyin Tainas Ganav pays Kefal, just like a regular Ganav pays Kefal. The Makar, that a regular Ganav pays Kefal, Bein Bedovah Sheesh Beruachayim, Bein Bedovah Sheem Beruachayim, is from the Parsha of Toyin Tainas Ganav. So the Gemara is learning from the Parsha of Toyin Tainas Ganav, the idea that just like a toyin tainas ganav pays kefal, the only time he doesn't pay kefal is if he stole karka, evid, which is hukish karka, shtaris or hektish. So, too, an ordinary ganav is going to have the same aloch as well. Therefore, he's chayiv kefal, even if it's a dovish. It all boils down to this limud from the parsha of toyin tainas ganav. So, we're somehow interchanging. The parsha of an ordinary ganav with the parsha of a toyntainus ganav, which may get involved in some of the lumbus of how toyntainus ganav works, which is not for this morning. So before we start the next mishnah, one other point, or next gemara, which is a mishnah, one other point of introduction, and that is, so we spoke about a toyntainus ganav again. Toyntainus ganav is where shomer tainus geneva vav geneva. He's potter on geneva, such as a shomer chinam. He swears like the Torah says he's supposed to swear. Adam come afterwards, and Adam say that he swore falsely. He's really the ganav. The loch is he has to pay kefal. An ordinary shomer has to pay just the karen. This shomer chinam is in fact going to have to pay kefal. Another important halacha is the halach of Shavuos HaPakadon. What's the halach of Shavuos HaPakadon? Again, it starts with a shomer, a shomer HaPakadon. He's watching something. The thing now disappeared. Or the shomer denies that he was ever a shomer. So the nifgad comes, or the, he's, the mafkin comes, and he says, I gave you something to watch. I want my thing back. The guy's koifer. Is that what you're talking about? He's a koifer HaPakadon. The halach is that he, if he swears that he's right and that he either was never a shomer or that something happened to the thing that he was watching. And then afterwards, he himself is moida, that he swore falsely. The halacha is that he has to pay a karen. He has to add one-fifth, karen v'chaymish, not kefal. Karen v'chaymish additionally has to bring a korban ashram. Which carbon ashram does he have to bring? There are five people that bring the carbon ashram. He brings the asham gezelis. So there's the halacha of shvuas hapekadim, where someone's koifah b'pikadin, da'asham gezelois, there's that parasha, and there's the parasha of Tayin Dainas Ganav. So again, a koifah b'pikadin is someone who denies this pikadin, he swears in Bezdin, it turns out that he swore falsely, now we know he swore falsely, because he himself confessed, he was moida, now that he's coming to confess, the Torah says, bring a carbon ashram, add a choymish on top of the payment that you're supposed to give back to this mafkid, and the Allah is, that's how he's treated. So he's somewhat similar to a Tony Tainas Ganav. It's similar in that they both involve a Shvua, but two very obvious differences. Number one, a Tony Tainas Ganav, the Adam are the ones that blew his cover. The Adam came and they said that he was really the Ganav. As it relates to the Tashlum and he has to pay Kefal, a regular Kefal B'Pikadin, he himself was Moida. There were no Adam over here. He was Moida. Additionally, there's no Kefal. Instead of Kefal, there's a Karen Chaymish V'Ashem. So, Tanah HaSam, Heicham Pikadini. Where is my Pikadin? So Reuven gives Shimon a Pikadin. Now Reuven comes and wants his Pikadin back. Amalei Shimon says, Ovad. He got lost. Mashpiachani. Reuven says, I want you to swear. V'Amar, he says, no worries. Amen. Akala Oino. Amen achar ashvua. It's as if he himself swore. So he says, Amen achar ashvua. Ve'ha'edim eden oisle sh'achlin. Then Adam come afterwards and Adam say that we know that he himself ate the pekadins. He said it was lost. He's a liar. It's lost, not around. He ate it. That's why it's not here. Da'loch is, v'shalve mesa, Karen. All he has to pay is Karen. Why does all he pay Karen? 
Why don't we say you have the parish of Shua Sapakodin over here? The parish of Shua Sapakodin is Karen Chaymish and Asham. Because as we mentioned in the intro, the only time you pay Karen Chaymish for Asham is if you yourself are Moita. There was some Haida from his part. But there was no Haida. Adam Eden, Isa Shahli. Adam are the ones that said that he lied. Being that Adam were the ones that did it, he wasn't a Moida Vais of Yeruchim. He doesn't have this special parasha of the carbon ashram. Says the Mishnah, if he himself was the one that was Moida, after he swore and he said, that it was lost. He came to Bez and he says, I'm doing tshuva. I lied. It really wasn't lost. I ate it. Then the Allah is, Meshalim Karen, V'choymesh V'ash. What would be if the Mafkid, Ruven, would come to Shimon and say, Hecham B'kdoini, Amalei Nigna. It was stolen. This is very important. Not it was lost, it was stolen. Mashpiachani, V'amarom, and then he swore, V'edem, he didn't know and now Edom came afterwards and said that it was in fact stolen. Say, so here you don't just pay Karen. Here you Mashalim Tashlom Mekefah. Why do you pay Kefah? Because over here, the Shemir Pekodin wasn't just saying that it was lost, it's not around. He said something very specific. He said it was stolen. He is a toy and tiny ganf. What's the halach of toy and tiny ganf? If Adam come afterwards and Adam say that he lied, he himself is the ganf. So now you have a parish of kefal, like a regular ganf has. Mishalim tashlumi kefal. Here's just the opposite. If it be Mishalim keren v'choymish ma'ashni. You're not off the hook because you're no worse than a regular kefal b'pekodin. You have the parish of Shvuos Apakadin, where you're going to pay Karen Chaymesh the Ashen. So again, if you're simply a Kaifer B'Pekadin, and then afterwards you're Moida Karen Chaymesh Vash. If Adam come afterwards when you were a simple Kaifer B'Pekadin, you didn't tie Gneva, you said it was Nevad, or you don't know what happened to it, so then all you're going to pay is Karen. The only time you pay if you yourself was moida. If, however, you tiny that it was stolen, then even if you're not moida, you're going to fall into a very specific parish from the Torah, because to the extent that you said it was stolen, now even if Adam come, you'll pay as a Toyin Tainas Ganev, which pays Kefal. If you said Gnev and then you were moida, you're now worse than a Kefal B'Pekadon. A Kefal B'Pekadon pays Keren Chaim Mishvash, and you too are going to pay Keren Chaim Mishvash. Tani Mio, you see a few things from this Mishnah. Number one, you see that a Toyin Tainas Ganev pays Kefal. That's one thing you see in this Mishnah. Again, we've been taking it for granted, but here the Gemara is going to bring the Makar in the Torah that that's in fact the case. But if you would Taina of that, you wouldn't pay kefal. That was the first halacha in this mission that the Gemara brought. Additionally, another thing you see in this Mishnah, the only time you pay kefal is if you swore, but if you didn't swear, there's no parsha. Somebody just says nignav, leaves Bezdin, and two Adam come and Adam say that he, no, then you don't have the halacha. You only have the halacha if you swore. It says in Yimotze Haganif. So we're going to go back at Darshan, these psukim that we spent the entire Ahmed Aleph dealing with. And Ahmed Aleph, we were just focusing on the Klaal Pratu Klaal. We were looking at it almost superficially. Not so much what the Pasuk is talking about, but the fact that there's a Klaal Pratu Klaal in the Pasuk. Here the Gemara is going to get into the kishkas, the gut of these actual psukim. So I'm going to read the Pasuk inside. These are ambiguous psukim. The psukim, clearly, the context is a shaymer, but every word in this these psukim are darshan in different places. You have a lot of big halachas. Halacha moidim and mixas comes out of these psukim. So there's a lot of important halachas that are learned out of these psukim, but let's just go through them quickly. Ki isha reyeyu kesef e kelim lishmar. 
So it sounds like we're talking about Shemir Pekadin. Reuven gives his friend Shemir cast of a kelim lishmar. Vegunami beisosh. Now it was stolen. In Yimotze Haganiv, if the Ganiv was found, Yishalim Shnayim. Imlo Yimotze Haganiv. Let's say the Ganiv wasn't found. Venikra Balabayis Elo Alekim. The Shemir should go to Bezdin. Imlo Sholach Yodai B'Meleches Rieyo. What exactly is he saying? The Gemara is going to say he's going to swear, but it's not a fruit in the pasuk that he's swearing. What's he going to swear? Al Kol Dvar Pesha. Al Shorech Hamar Al Sev Al Salmo. Al Kol Avedo Asheyoy. So again, somewhat ambiguous. The Gemara is now going to get into these psukim. Unless you have a good handle on these psukim, it's not so easy to follow the cheshmer of the Gemara. But we'll do what we do. The Torah Rabbanon, in Yimotze Haganev, when it says in the Torah, in Yimotze Haganev, Betoyin, Tainas Ganev Hakosov Medaber. We're talking about a Toyin Tainas Ganev. Again, Kiite Nishari Eyu Kesav Ekelam Lishman. That's the first passing in that parsha. The Guna Mi Beisa Ish Im Yimotze Haganev Yishalim Moshe. So we're not talking about a regular case of Geneva. We're talking about a Toyin Tainas Ganev. Maybe it's talking about a regular Ganev. When it says, two psukim later, that passing is talking about a Toyotainus Ganev. Maybe it's talking about Toyotainus Ganev. So this Brysa makes a Fakir Techeshman for what the previous Brysa made. It's talking about a tiny tiny gun. So, what is it? Mimotse Aganav coming to teach me? So, we have two conflicting prices. There's one passage here in this parish that says, And then there's a passage that says, Then there's a halacha of Kefal. One pasik seems to be extra. So there's two prices. The pasik that says is certainly talking about a Toyentainas Ganev. We're not talking about a regular classic Geneva. We're talking about a Shomer who was Toyentainas Ganev. We found that afterwards that he himself was the Ganev. He has to pay Kefal. So one price says that being that is talking about a Toyentainas Ganev in Yimotzei Haganim is also talking about a Toyentainas Ganev. So the whole parish is talking about a Toyentainas Ganev. The other price says just the opposite. Being that Imloi Yimotzei Haganav is talking about Tony Tainas Ganav, and you don't need two psukim to tell me the same thing, it must be that when it says Im Yimotzei Haganav, it's talking about a regular Ganav. So we have a stereo or a machloikis between these two braces. When it says Im Yimotzei Haganav, is a dafke talking about a regular Ganav, or is a dafke talking about a Tony Tainas Ganav? The Kuli Amamias, but the Gemara says everybody agrees. One thing that's presupposed in both braces is that when it says Imloi Yimotzei Haganav, the Tony Tainas Ganav. So it means the Tony Tainas Ganav. My mash, we didn't see that in the Pasik. Why is the Gemara so short? It's a very, it's a very ambiguous psukim. The Gemara is going to be very unsure how to dash in this psukim. How do we know that when it says aganav, for sure we're talking about ganav The way you dash in the pasuk is Kemasha Omar, Ella Shuats, my gunva, Yeshalam Shan, not in Loy Motse Agan. In Loy Motse, Kemosha Omar, he tied it, it was stolen. It was Loy Motse, Kemosha Omar. Two Adam walked in and said, He's a liar. We know for sure that he's the one that took it. Meaning, Loy Motse, Kemosha Omar, Ella. Then the Allah is Yishalim Shnayim. We know in the Bishvu. How do we know we're talking about a Shvu? It doesn't even say the word Shvu anywhere in these Pesukim. The Tanya we learned to the Bryce and we'll finish with this. It says, Venikra Valabayis Elo Alikim. Vishvu. 
says Venikra Balas Olakim, the Balbais is going to walk into Bezdin. So it's talking about Atta Milashwe, you know, how do you know? Maybe he's just going to come, he's, he's the defendant or he's the litigant. He's involved in this court case somewhere. How do you know that he's coming to Shvu? Because in the parish of Shem Sachar, it says the word Shalach Yod. And here too it says Shalach Yod, just like there in Shvu. It's mefurish in the Torah that he's shvuah Hashem kiyev and shneim. So too, when it says venikar ba'al bais alakivim in shvuah. So from here you see the idea of a tiny tiny ganav and lo yimotzei aganav. And it says venikar ba'al bais alakivim. So we know it's in the context of shvuah. So we so far. We address these two issues. Number one, there's a concept of a tiny tiny ganav that the concept of tiny tiny ganav is that you swore. How do you know you swore? Because it says v'nikrav, and from this gzeir shava, we know v'nikrav means le shvua. Additionally, we know that this kafel because that's what the pasuk says. Well, you must say haganav v'nikrav al bais The pasuk says at the end, yeshalom shalom liriayu. You're gonna have to pay kafel. So we're stopping here in the middle of limudim. We're still trying to figure out exactly how we know the halach of tiny tiny ganav and the specific nuances that relate to the tiny tiny scanner.